Hi, everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Bar. Caitlin Diaz here with Larry Nussbaum. He is one of our clients as well as an amazing attorney over there in Boston. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I love how you market. I love how you set yourself apart from everyone else. And I would love to get this out here and, and having people hear you out. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Larry. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, <laughs> amazing. That's a good word. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, Try to be as regular as possible. I know that's a little cliche, but um, I just stick to who I am and what I know best and my strengths. I know my strengths. If, if I have a weakness, I delegate it, right? I know I'm not great at everything, but I, I really try to play to my strengths and put myself uh, in the right positions to succeed. And luckily for me that um, in this business that we're in, a lot of this uh, is a people's game for lack of a better word it's not a game it's real life but um the law is part of it but it's all about the people if uh you could you're the greatest lawyer in the world if you can't speak to people and you can't relate to people and more important you can't help people then you'll have no chance at succeeding in this business so again i try to stay really true to myself i find that you know being open about who i am and and, and being individual and letting my clients see me as as a, as a regular person rather than, you know, some stiff guy in a suit, although I can wear a suit and I wear it pretty well. Um, I think it allows them to relate to you and it builds a level of trust. And then it makes the, the legal aspect of it a lot easier once, once you formed a relationship and a level of trust with each and every client. Absolutely. So going off of that, I, I am your friend on Facebook and I do see that you're doing this episode everyone i think you're on like episode is it 61 now oh no i just did episode 31 this morning so 31 that's what it was i i am someone that i grew up so i i guess i could say i grew up when i was in college and facebook was starting to really become a thing um uh, and i was not into it whatsoever i hated everything social media i never understood and to a certain level i still don't understand why people want everybody to know so much about them where they are, what they're eating. Um, I get it. I'm okay with it. I'm not bothered by it. But I certainly, um, again, I'm very open with everybody, but I, I never was really into that. And so um, when I became a lawyer and as time evolved, social media and networking and marketing has become such a large thing that if I didn't join, uh, I would literally be left behind. Um, I'm very good at what I do and I hit the streets and, you know, there's some people that do TV commercials and all this good stuff. But um, if you don't use social media, no matter what type of business you're in, no matter how big or small, um, you're losing clients. You're not gaining as many clients as you could. Um, a lot of it's free, which is amazing, unlike other types of marketing and advertising. Um, and uh, so I was kind of forced to join it. So to get to kind of speed the story along, I, I've actually not comfortable at all on social media. So um, I'm someone, I'm very social. So I think people assume that I don't mind making a video or being out there a little bit. And I found it very, very hard to the point that um, I'm a big Gary V fan. I would try to say his last name, but I would definitely mess it up. Um, I'm a big Gary V fan. And again, he basically calls you out for, you know, I don't know how, I don't want to swear on your podcast. <laughs> It's not that you don't have the time to do it or that you don't have the material. You're scared to put yourself out there. You're scared to be vulnerable. So just kind of start doing it. So um, during this pandemic, it took this pandemic for me to kind of get involved. 
I started, you know, getting a little more involved and doing some little challenges, but it was sporadic. And then I figured maybe I could uh, try to do something that was a little bit more stable and uh, could over time generate um, some followers, maybe, you know, more importantly, hopefully help one or two people. I've had some great reaction, but if I could just help one person, I'm doing better than I was doing before um, when I wasn't on it. So um, we're on episode 31. It has been one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, I got a lot of shit to say, but <laughs> a lot to actually come up with a format where, um, you know, I, I won't quote this right, but Abraham Lincoln had this old saying, I think I've even done one and I, I always butcher it, but to actually shorten your, what you have to say or to actually shorten an essay that you're writing, it's much harder. If you can just write unlimited amounts, you'll get the same message out there, but it'll be all discombobulated and all over, but you got plenty of room. Like I know you and I were previously talking about the bar exam, right? You gotta, you gotta fit it in uh, and, and make it readable. So, um, to f put all my thoughts in a theme into 20, 30 seconds, sometimes I run on to a minute and a half, but I try to keep them short. It's extremely difficult. So each day, I, I actually think I'm getting more comfortable on the camera, but each episode is actually getting harder to kind of say, hey, man, do people still want to hear me talk? And what else can I talk about besides, you know, the fact that I believe in, you know, hustling, outworking everybody and treating people well and helping people and, everything else will just kind of fall into place. But there's only so many ways to say that without people getting sick of you. So No, no. I mean, I, I wanted to hear more of it. That's why I brought you on this platform yeah. because I do see you doing something different. And what I want to tell everyone too, Momentum was actually a part of this, but there was a challenge that Larry has been doing with his firm that is just, it set him so far aside from other people. And I really noticed that. And that's why I wanted to get you on here. Tell us a little bit about the challenge and tell us like kind of what sparked that interest. I know you you say, you know, the social media, but did something you just thought of it one day or like, how did this happen? Gavilka fish. That's what we had to eat. To oh, yeah, the Gavilka fish. So, I mean, the challenge kind of started, like I said, I, I had, when this pandemic happened, I was basically silent. I had some people behind the scenes doing some social media, but I started to try to get a little bit involved in it. Uh, and so for me, it was like, well, I don't want to do the same stuff everybody's doing, which now I'm doing in the mornings, but um, I'm still trying to keep it a little bit original. But I figured, all right, how can I, you know, incorporate social media, start getting involved, start showing people that I'm out there, but also give back and make it a little more fun, right? So a lot of people were doing a lot of social media, but they were just talking, they weren't doing. And a lot of people were doing, they were giving back a lot, but they didn't really put it up there, which is always great. It's like the the anonymous donor, you know, it's okay to be the anonymous donor. And it's also okay to say, yes, I, I made a good donation and I want some credit for it. That's okay also, right? Teach, teach their own. But uh, so I wanted to combine everything. And I had recently pre-COVID just taken a trip to see uh, a buddy of mine who's a, another amazing lawyer, Anthony Johnson. I don't know if you know him. He's out of Arkansas and I'd never been to Arkansas. And so I took a trip to Arkansas and ended up in Alabama and Atlanta and then eventually back here. And this is where like, I remember watching the news in the hotel and it's like um, first case of COVID kind of thing. And it was starting to become a thing. And so I had a blast uh, during my trip, but uh, I had a lot of fun with Anthony. And we kind of had this kind of uh, joking relationship where he gives me a hard time and I give him a hard time. 
But the best thing about Anthony is, you know, he'll almost never say no, and he's a great sport about everything. So, you know, I took all that information combined, and uh, I challenged Anthony to send uh, 777 pizzas to Boston. His phone number is 777-7777. That's how I came up with that. Um, And in return, I had asked him – Actually, he had to send those to me, and I only sent him like 200-something pizzas. I forget where I came up with that number, but um, he makes a lot more money than me, so I figured he could afford more pizzas. Um, the truth. Um, I'm pr- proud proud to call him a friend and say that. But anyway, so that kind of really took off. We got on the local news. Anthony, uh, who's great with technology, he took it a step further, and he passed it on and on. So that pizza challenge kept going. Um, and it helped a lot of the, you know, first line responders, nurses. Um, and then from there, I just kind of took it and I said, well, let me try to do a bunch of other fun things. And so I know momentum was involved in a gefilte fish challenge. I can't even remember how that came up, but, uh, again, all the challenges are a lot harder. And unfortunately, the other thing I've learned is, you know, I've put out a couple challenges and it's, it's been very hard to coordinate everything. You got to get everybody on the same page at the same time. Um, even donating things to the hospital wasn't very easy. Um, they had special rules of how it has to come and how it can be accepted and all that, those kind of things. So, um, it's been a lot of fun. I've actually, uh, you know, I'll use one of my own excuse. I never like to make excuses, but I've been so busy that I've, I've neglected doing more giveaways and, uh, that's actually on my list right in front of me. So hopefully, uh, not hopefully, I guarantee you there'll be a, a challenge coming out at some point this week. Um, Cause there's always time. Everybody's got enough time. I promise you that. Everyone, you can make time for the you things that matter. Make time. Maybe we're all really bad at managing our time, but there's plenty of time. So there you go. There'll be a new challenge. I don't know who's getting challenged, but hopefully it'll be a good one. So what do you think? Other than the social media during this global pandemic, what have you done that? That has helped generate more business. I mean, because when we were prepping, you could barely prep. Five minutes before you got on here, you were on the phone with three different people trying to close out stuff. I mean, you're busy. So what has really shaped that other than social media? So, you know, I, I feel blessed. We've, we've remained pretty busy. I mean, our numbers have been down a little bit, as, as have most. And that's just simple fact that car accidents in, are down. People aren't out as much. So whether it's a slip and fall or this. Um, but, you know, we're seeing, you know, the numbers climb back up. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing. Obviously, this COVID won't go away, and some areas are getting hit bad again by it. And, uh, again, that's a subject I, I try to stay out of. I'm not an expert. I'm just following the rules and the guidelines and trying to stay safe as, as safe as everyone else is. Um, but people are definitely out there. The, the cases are out there. Um, and, and people, you know, we see the car accidents going back up. July 4th weekend, people were out. Um, so, Um, But what am I doing? I'm actually, again, back to kind of, you know, what I started with. I'm not doing anything different. I think you can't just flip on a switch and say, hey, the pandemic happened. Uh, Let me start doing this. And I know some people are making changes and we've made some some positive changes as well. So you can always adapt. But I'm a big believer, you know, the people that were doing the right thing prior to this pandemic and were and were really working hard and staying in touch with their clients and returning phone calls and forming relationship with their clients over the last five years or 10 or 20, those guys are still doing well. And the guys who, or, or ladies who, who didn't, weren't doing the right thing and weren't treating their clients um, as they should have been and weren't doing the right thing before they're struggling. So we've, we've just kept moving forward in our approach, which is to try to help as many people as we can every day by providing a service that we provide. 
Um, so we've kept doing that. And, and luckily, um, we've been able to continue to help our clients. And they're always thinking of us when, when new cases happen or friends get involved in accidents. So um, besides the, the generic numbers being down, just because accidents are down, we've been busy and uh, we're moving forward. And and I'm looking forward to uh, what the future holds. Uh, I don't really, uh, again, I think. I think no, you know it. It's all consistency. It's consistent being staying consistent, showing up every day and, and it'll happen. It'll eventually happen. So now comes the fun part. We talked about all that stuff. We have this segment. That is fun. For me. I love it. Well, for maybe for other people. So beyond it. the bar, since our name is beyond the bar, the we have this segment called the last call. So I know I saw you drinking there. I don't know if anything's in there or not, but some water or something? No. water? I don't know where my camera is on this thing. Heavy water? Is it good? I don't know. No, it's good water. So last call, I'm going to ask you some questions. So if you could be a rock star, who would you be, Larry? Axl Rose. <laughs> Why? I mean, I've, I'm, I've been obsessed with Guns N' Roses. I mean, I think he's, he's original. He's still to this day never really sold out. Um, I mean, he's a true artist. I like I like a lot of old music, and granted, that's not really. I even like stuff back to the '60s, which is what I used to call oldies growing up. But now, you know, the Guns N' Roses stuff is 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 considered old for most people. I like a lot of the old music. I think it's <clears throat> you see more of real. I don't want to get in trouble. I guess more musicians, <laughs> real music. Um, a of, there's a lot of technology nowadays that gives people the ability to to perform well and to make great music. So they're still making great music, but man, if they were in your backyard, could they pick up a guitar and just start belching out and sound unbelievable? I don't know, but a lot of these old school, uh, you know, music artists and uh, I can do it. So I love Axl Rose. I, I saw them, they did a re reunion tour a few years ago over at Gillette where um, the Patriots play. And I mean, they were unbelievable. And yeah, Axl Rose, is Oh, I was a rock star, yeah. So what do you think about uh, Brady coming to Tampa? Sorry about that, by the way. Um, I've been, first, mind you, I got a funny story. To tell. I don't know what the rules are, but I have a uh, I have another dear friend who's a lawyer in Tampa Bay who uh, has already promised that I'll be going to opening game. Listen, uh, I love the Patriots. I love Tom Brady. Uh, I don't care who your team is. Again, just like I do with, with my clients uh, – I don't claim to know him on a personal level, but growing up or not growing up, but, you know, being around here the last 20 years, I mean, you feel like you got to know him somewhat. Um, I don't know if he's perfect, but he, he seems like a pretty good guy and he's been really good to all of us. And so uh, again, I'm, if, if this is what he wants and this is what's best for him and his family, I'm very happy for him. Again, I, I, I if the Patriots aren't playing and the Dallas Cowboys aren't playing, I mean, I think I would be rooting for Tampa and I and I think I think most people around here should should show that kind of loyalty to Tom. And it doesn't mean they should become Tampa fans over the Patriots. But I I don't like when people again. It's a business. I understand it. There's a, probably a lot more than than any of us know in the public. But yeah, again, if, if, if I'm happy he got to go, his I'd much rather see him leave than them trade him. Um, so uh, again, if he's happy, I'm happy, and uh, I hope everybody can do well. That's good. Funny story about when I first met Larry, I actually told him I was born and raised Tampa. He goes, where is that? Who goes to Tampa? What's tip? I'm like, oh, I just took your quarterback though there, Larry. 
Yeah, no, I knew Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I, one funny thing. One funny thing. Um, what did you pick up during COVID? Like a certain type of hobby or other that that you picked up during COVID? I've done gardening, and now what? What have you done? What have some things? So, walking in nature. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I always try to get some exercise in every day, uh, but. I, Separate from the exercising, when I get out of the office, I had been going and I'm still pretty much doing it. Not quite as much, but I was doing every day when we were really quarantined. Um, I was just walking and it started off as just a reason to get out of the house, right? And and, and get some fresh air. But then, you know, I really started to notice my surroundings and, and the nature. And that is something, I mean, I'm not the type of guy to take a picnic. I'm always working. I'm always active. I always have my phone in my hand. Um I don't like to sit still. I don't mind doing activities, but like, you know, if I go to a beach, I'm playing in the water. I'm not lying and tanning. I just don't, I can't sit still. It's, it's, this is the only time I've been sitting all day. I pace up and down. I use the headset and all that good stuff. But, um, I've been taking a lot of walks, not for the exercise, just for the, you know, the, the peacefulness of it and and really trying to take in the surroundings and look around in nature. I don't mind the people watching. That's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, a lot of walks and really, appreciating the nature and and my surroundings uh and becoming more appreciative of of the little things and uh certainly that wasn't really my style prior that's i like to hear that larry that actually warms my heart it really does no gardening over here though no gardening but you know okay so one other thing do you have anything to say to the platform um to the people that are on your team i know josh is always there working hard for you i know you have a really awesome team and uh, is there anything that you would like to say to the team and then the platform as well? Your team, your team my team, everybody's team. Your team, your team, and then the platform team, the oh, no. beyond the bar team. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not reinventing the wheel with anything I'm saying. Um, in order for me to succeed in my goals, in order for me to succeed in my firm's goals, I need to surround myself with great people. Um, and that means uh, great vendors like Momentum and yourself. That means great employees. Um, that, you know, care about me and my business and care about the clients and even great clients. When I was younger, um, I wasn't selective at all. I would take any case, right? It was just a case. I still take a lot of cases, but uh, I'm a plaintiff attorney at heart. But, you know, I tr- <coughs> I want I to I help good people. I want to help people. I'm not in this just to make money. Um, so, again, I, I think you know, there's a lot of different teams we're all on. Like I said, I have my clients, I have my family, I have my office, I have all the vendors. Um, but again, I think, you know, it, it takes a lot of moving parts and a lot of working pieces and a lot of relationships in order for any of this to work. And so I'm always thankful and I feel very blessed uh, to be in a position where I am. And, and hopefully, um, you know, people feel the same way about me as I do about them. Absolutely. I needed to get you on this platform. So I'm really happy. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me on Beyond the Bar. We'll have this on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. You can watch it. Reach out to us, Larry Nesbaum. Who's got the, who's got the most views? Marco, I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen every episode. I did see Marco Mara the other day. Fantastic. Yeah, how many episodes are you on? No, we we have a few with Beyond the Bar. Uh, I don't I don't know right now. Larry, I saw Marco Mara. His was fantastic. I believe he's got what one point three hundred views. Yeah, we got to beat those views. Do we have more than him, or is that the is that the top? 
I think actually Perry and Young, um, Larry Perry was one the first one I ever did. So you got to meet another Larry. Larry is another Larry. You got to meet another Larry. Larry. Oh Perry, P E R R Y. P E R R Y. Yeah. That's, I mean that's got a hell of a ring to it, Larry. It does. <laughs> hey, thank you guys. Bye everyone.